0: Hey everybody, it's Eric. Welcome to the Fish Sticks Comedy Podcast. Uh, Before we dive into this episode with uh, my friend Lisa from Denver, I want to remind you, I haven't really said this in a while, but uh, be sure if you're a listener, uh, leave us a rating on iTunes or Spotify or or wherever you uh, listen to the podcast. Maybe leave some comments. Uh, It really helps the show. And I want to remind you, we are uh, open for business. Uh, We're doing online shows if, uh, if you want to book fish sticks for an online improv comedy show for your church group or work group or family or whomever, uh, be sure and, uh, Look that up on fishstickscomedy.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, you can email Tammy at fishstickscomedy.com. That's T-A-M-M-Y. Or, as always, call us toll-free at eight three three four sticks. That's the number four and the word sticks. 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 They poop, if, you if that's how you, if that's how you roll, if that's the level of comedy that we're shooting for, I just follow you. So that's funny. That's awesome. We'll just kind of glide right in. Hey, uh, listeners, this is uh, Eric. Welcome again to the Fish Sticks Comedy Podcast. I got uh, I got my 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 homie my homegirl uh, can I say it? I don't know. Uh, I've got Lisa. Lisa is on the line. Hi. Uh, I say she's my homegirl. I've I've not known her very long, but I, I feel like we've gotten to know each other a little bit uh yeah. over the last few months. But uh, Lisa is one of our Denver sticks. Um, we've had, your are uh, you're Denver number two. We had, I had Taylor on the podcast already, uh, about a month or so ago. And, uh, Lisa is another one of those new Denver sticks that you've heard us talking about, uh, on the podcast. And I'm, I'm super excited to get to know her. She's awesome. Aw. Uh, so say, say, say hello to everyone, Lisa.
1: Hello. Hello. I'm glad you talked to Taylor. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, He is awesome. And maybe I feel like your homegirl because, you know, I may live in Denver, but I was born and raised not far from where you are, Shreveport, Louisiana. That's right.
0: Just a a little east from here. I've been out that way a couple of times. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that's, you know, and I've said this before, this is part of what I love about fish sticks is, is just getting to become what I consider close friends with people who, you know, live along way away and i may not see in person often but the relationships i've formed with a lot of the sticks you know is it has been awesome and and i there are people in fish sticks who i literally maybe have seen once a year but that i consider like my close personal friends you know what i mean so
1: yeah cuz you had do- to life together. You yeah. go into your heart when you do improv and you get yeah. to know somebody kind of fast.
0: Yeah, that's true. And that's what I feel like. I'm, I've am i already been getting to know you and I've only met you in person once for a couple of days there when I was up uh, in Denver uh, and uh, and then just chatting online and stuff. But uh, I, th- I think, Lisa, I think you're going to be one of my friends. So we'll,
1: we'll see. The, jury, the jury's still out. We'll see. We'll see I what mean, happens.
0: I'm just pretty sure. I can just. I can. Hey, uh, so tell me um, I don't know if listeners, you can tell she is coming in really crisp and clear and professional. And I, I don't want to disparage some of the other sticks. <laughs> who are on the podcast, just sort of yelling into their laptops on their couch or whatever. Uh, but Lisa, you sound like you've got some sort of professional uh, setup there. Uh, yeah. And uh, why, do I, why is that? Who, who are you? Who's Lisa? What, are, what, are, what am I well, referring to?
1: I'm at a radio station right now in Kansas City. So I do a lot of different stuff for Christian radio, including fundraising during, you know, a lot of Christian radio stations are nonprofits, so they do on-air fundraising. So I'm in Kansas right. City for Life 88.5's fundraiser, and I'm in one of their studios right now. So my mic is very nice, and I'm in a really nice studio and just kind of, cool. you know, technology. I was able to just plug in and talk to you Um, pretty easily. But yeah, in Denver, I have a studio at my house, so I make Christian radio every day for uh, different Christian radio stations throughout America.
0: Cool. Yeah, listeners, I didn't really mention, I was going to, that Lisa's, I mean, she's kind of a big deal. She's pretty famous. (laughs) I don't know if you know this. (laughs) Um, She, uh, I mean... I'll send ball
1: an autograph later if you want one. No, be happy.
0: No, I mean we're, we're joking, but there <laughs> is a there is a uh, subculture uh, you could probably say that you know has listened to you. Um, she has a background in in radio, and uh, it, she's got that crisp radio voice. It was funny. You kind of like you just sound like Lisa to me, but then when you named the radio station, like. You went into this like 88.1, <laughs> whatever, City. City. City.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: kind of not like overly, but you, <laughs> you've got that. You've got that going for you. So yeah, uh, it, it just comes so, out a certain way. Yeah, well, and, and it's because you did it for years. So take tell us a little bit uh, of your Christian radio past. You're you're not. You, you kind of do your own uh, syndicated show now, I guess, is what you'd call it. But uh, take us back when you were with K-Love. or What's that? Give us that little story in a a
1: nutshell. Sure, sure. Um, Yeah, it's funny because you said it's like a subculture, and I think it's like a subculture of a subculture because, (laughs) you know, in in Christianity, not everyone listens to radio, but the people who do listen to Christian radio might say, oh, my goodness, you're Lisa Williams. Um, I started in 90 in central Missouri. Um, After I was praying in early 1990 and I heard God audibly say Christian radio when I was begging him to tell me why I'm on the planet for three weeks, I prayed and just Mm. basically, it's a a long story, but I'd come to terms with I was not going to be a singer, that I was not Amy Grant, that that Mm. was my plan. But um, as I sought the Lord with kind of a broken heart, like, why did you know, why am I here? Christian radio is what I heard. I found a small station in central Missouri and um they hired me i worked there for 5 years at KCVO in Camdenton Missouri and then um in a nutshell then went to Iowa KCWN i helped launch a station in Pella Iowa then ended up in Orlando where i worked for Z88.3 for on and off for 10 years mornings and afternoons wow. um i helped launch a station in the middle of that i went up to New Jersey and worked there for a little while to help launch a station called Star 99.9 which was one of the first contemporary Christian music stations to ever uh, cover some of the boroughs of New York. And then I I went back to Orlando. Then we ended up going to California. And that's when I got to partner um, my life with uh, K-Love. And I was at K-Love for four years. They moved us to Indianapolis. The Morning Show moved to Indianapolis. And I did that until 2011. And then since then, since I left K-Love... Um, since 2011, we've been in Denver, and I've been making radio, coaching air talent, doing fundraising, and stuff like that.
0: Cool. cool. Now, my uh, we do have a lot of North Texas listeners, uh, simply because that's kind of where I'm based. But uh, for North Texas people, they hear K Love, and they they're going to think something totally something different. Totally you know, we different. had <laughs> yeah, we've had K Love here for decades, and it's the oldies station. And and yeah. I guess that's part of the reason. The K-Love you're talking about, which is kind of a nationwide uh, network, I guess, of yeah. of Christian radio. Um, uh, that may be part of the reason why it never cracked up here, because we kind of already had a
1: K-Love. I don't know. Absolutely. But, That's why K-Love's not there. I mean, and you have great Christian stations in Dallas. Yeah, you have yeah. um, K- 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 K-L-T-Y, K- K- K-C-B-I, CBI CBI um, Yeah. Yeah. You've got those, but right, K-Love can't come there. But basically, K-Love is out of Rockland, uh, California, and they have hubs in Indianapolis and in Nashville, and they have millions of Christian radio listeners all across right. the country. And so, yeah, it was a real privilege you to get were, to work you there. Were one of those you were one of those voices that, that they <laughs> connected with those years yeah. ago, so that's Well, I used to come to Dallas just to listen to John Rivers on KLTY. I would just drive my little body over from Shreveport because, you know, John Rivers was iconic and he ended up being the morning show at K-Love for a season, he and his wife. And then after they did mornings, I was uh, the morning show after that.
0: Cool. Yeah, no, I I know. And and what's funny is I graduated from high school with two – People that work at KLTY, uh, Starlene Stringer is on yeah. air uh, with KLTY. I grew up going to school with her. She's from Duncanville, Texas, which is where I'm from, uh, and we graduated together. And then another guy that we graduated with, Mike Pendergra- uh, Prendergast. Yeah. uh he's Monday. he's one of the producers there. Yeah, and so so both of both of them graduated together and and with me, and so they they both. Hit it big in in this you know in North Texas radio. Awesome. Well, where does improv comedy come into all this crazy life story you got going? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just, I and I and I've talked to you some, but it's kind of a, a somewhat recent thing that that you've kind of gotten into improv. Is that right? Mm-hmm. How, how did that all happen?
1: Um. Well. I was in New Jersey um, working at Star 99.9 and um, I, I had really just kind of gone up there kind of quickly because we were infertile and we had had a failed adoption and I was broken hearted oh, and wow. I just wanted off the radio in Orlando because I just felt exposed. Like yeah. I, I just wanted something new. So I went up there to help launch that morning show. And one day I was sitting in the studio with Beth Bacall. Um, and we were talking about whose line is it anyway? Okay. And I said, oh, that's all scripted. That's not real. They don't make that up on the spot. (laughs) And she said, no, they make it up on the spot. It's improv. And I said, no, they don't. That's impossible. There's no way. There's no way that is scripted. And she looked me square in the eye and said, no, it's not. It's improv. There are rules, yeah. and when she said there are rules, something went off inside of me, and it was Ooh. like I said, "I will know the rules. <laughs> I, will, I will know them all, and I will master them." Oh, that's awesome! It will be my rules. And so, <laughs> after I only I was Lord. only there ninety days because I was like, I don't, I'm, I wasn't made for New Jersey. That's the, that's the bottom line. I'm a Southern yeah. girl, and I right. just could not get my vibe. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, And Orlando wanted me back. So I said yes and went back to Orlando. And in Orlando, there's a place called SAC Comedy Lab. Okay. And I went online because I was, I mean it, something went off in me, Eric. I'm like, I will know the rules. And so I went online, SAC Comedy Lab had classes, level one, two, three, four. And so I jumped in with both feet did all four levels and was invited to be a lap rat to perform on Tuesday nights. Cool. And I was just all in. And then we moved to California. And so since then, which would have been like 2002, since 2002, wherever we've lived, I have found some group that does improv. And I've just jumped in. Wherever I was.
0: So it's not, I was thinking it was more recent than that. It's not a recent thing. You've been, you've been chasing this for, for a bit. And it's super interesting to me that it seems completely separate thing. Like it was just a thing where you had this, this kind of a performance career, you know, I mean, I consider Mm -hmm. you're on air, you know, that's kind of performance oriented and improv oriented, you know, sort of. And so you had that, but this was just sort of like where some people would be like, I'm going to learn how to weave, you know, baskets or whatever, like just a thing on the side. I don't know why I said that, that, but, (laughs) you know, like, and it was just a thing you pursued separate from all of that. I guess I was kind of maybe expecting a story of like how the two were, how one thing led to, I don't know. Uh, that's super interesting to me that you just heard the thing and you sought it out and have continued seeking it out. That's awesome.
1: Well, I don't want to overstate it or be too melodramatic, but I feel like improv changed my life. Yeah. Because that's
0: that's not too, everybody, not everybody, but I've heard that several times. That's a common thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because in Christian radio, you know, I, I, I dove in with both feet And I began to swim in the waters of Christian radio with Christian radio listeners. And, you know, just it's a very complex, very, uh, it is very, you know, public. And, you know, I was young. I was 21. And so my whole adult persona was kind of built into being on Christian radio and acting a certain way and saying certain things all the time. And, yeah. you know, maybe I, not maybe, I, I want, I wanted to be perfect. I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be accepted. I wanted to excel. And so you just kind of put yourself in a box sometimes, like, who am I? And what do I believe? And, you know, somebody right. will say, don't, don't say that. And somebody right. will say, never, never say that. And the way you get a letter, like, did you say that? And right. you kind of, you get smaller, you get smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller. You want to be vibrant and alive, but you kind of condense yourself and I think that improv came along at a time in my life when I was, I just needed it. It's like, I needed it. I needed somebody to say, it's okay to be ugly. Yeah. I needed somebody to say, it's okay to be emotional. Let all your emotions out.
0: Right. I needed
1: somebody to say, if you mess up, it's okay. Cause we're going to fix it on stage. Right. No one will even know you messed up because we're a team. Yeah. I, I mean, I have tears in my eyes right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's the thing that like you just, summed it up of why people love improv it's why i love improv and it's that concept that you just said of it doesn't matter what i say or do on this stage if you know these other improvisers who i trust if they know how to do improv which they do they're gonna they're gonna you know support it and you're you're always going to be supported and yeah you can't do some, you can't say something that's incorrect. You know, you just you
1: can't, it's the because, craziest thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and most of the time <laughs> I'm not even really thinking that I'm thinking like, I got to be there for this other person. And so yeah. when everybody's thinking that, then the other is just automatic, where whatever you say is gonna be supported, but I'm not out there constantly going, "Oh, are they gonna you know <laughs> y- y'all better be there to catch me if I say that like you don't yeah. really i'm at least I'm speaking for myself, I'm not thinking that I'm thinking like I'm here for you, like go, go yeah. for it, and then I'm coming in and backing them up and if we're all doing that, yeah, that's why it's, it's amazing yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah
1: it's it's a rush like. I hadn't, I hadn't experienced it. And I saw Christ in it. I, I remember oh, yeah. my my first level, level one, you know, I was having like a debrief with the instructor and I don't think he was a believer, but I couldn't stop talking about Jesus. I was like, this is what, <laughs> this is what Jesus is like. This is, what he <laughs> is like, if I mess up, you're there to catch me. And I'll tell you one thing that changed on a dime in my radio delivery, um, was yes, because I had just been a blocker. Like someone would have an yeah. idea and I'd be like, nah, nah, that yeah. won't work. Yeah. And I, on a dime at work and in my life, I started saying yes. Like, yes, that's a great idea. Let's go with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so saying yes was a gift that I got from improv yeah. that helped me in radio. And then I think the improv skills really came into play during interviews or just getting quicker on radio, right. um, just in my back and forth and my interactions and also just helping other people become stars. Just that mindset of, Hey, yeah. I'm going to make you look good. Right. Yeah. So improv right. was life-changing for me.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I, I do want to talk a little bit about the online shows because you, you've been super involved in not only doing those that fish has been doing, but you were Super involved in kind of developing it, I, I, I think, and uh, I would love to kind of hear your uh, now that Fishsticks has been doing it for a few weeks now, three or four weeks. Um, kind of how that's going, and and what's different about that than performing, you know, on a stage in front of an audience, and how Fishsticks has been able to adjust a little bit. Why don't you Why don't you take us through that a little bit?
1: To book your online show, come to fishnakescomedy.com.
0: There it is. (laughs) I'm going to cut that, send that to wit. We'll use that.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, you know, it's just been such an adjustment for everybody. And um, just working really hard like everybody. And I was feeling low and I just pushed a little bit to... To play i'm like come on let's play let's just yeah i'll get on our computers and play games and it was selfish i just was feeling low <laughs> i was feeling okay, low.
0: selfish it was
1: <laughs> you were play. also
0: doing it for them
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. they're
0: feeling this too
1: <laughs> like i must play let's play you want to play come on let's play and so yeah. we got to, we got a play date together online you know on zoom um yeah. where you could see we could see each other and and it just kind of birthed something i think wit kind of just picked up the ball and started running like we could make shows for people and you know just the mindset of fish sticks is community you know we want yeah. we're we we're, we're in this together has always been kind of a uh, an undercurrent of fish sticks from what i'm learning and yep. um, wanting people to feel like they weren't alone and isolated and to feel love and just community so yeah it just started developing as great ideas often do on its own it just started snowballing and to answer your question the difference is um i'm i'm physical like my body tells me who i am on an improv stage i may walk out right. a certain way or if i'm angry my body's really tense like i'm going to if i'm going to play an angry person yeah so my my body's very involved in improv and i didn't realize it until we started doing these online shows cuz i felt lost um, not being able to read the energy of the other person and to play yep. on a stage, physicality and and so like anyone else who is an achiever, I'm a three on the Enneagram. So when <laughs> I felt that energy of this is hard. I <laughs> I don't like this online improv very much. I don't like it. I decided to lean into it and just go, okay, well, define your space, Lisa. Well, yep. my face is a little rectangle. Yeah. I mean, the space is a rectangle. I'm like, well, then your face is your body now and you're going to you're going to perform with your face. I, I actually mm. watched some of the other sticks. I like was watching the other sticks like Sarah and Don. You know, she yep. does a lot with her face. And I was really studying Taylor and Jake and Wit and everybody. I was just studying yep. everybody um, and seeing. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can use my face. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can do costumes. I've got wigs. We'll pull out some wigs. We'll pull nice. out some scarfs. I'm gonna create, yeah. create characters. I'm gonna create characters.
0: Yeah. No? Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So so we're we're doing those twice a week through May. Is that is that kind of the uh, public shows on Tuesday nights and Thursday nights through May? Yeah. Uh and then also available for more uh specific okay. private type, you know, you, your church group or your uh work group or 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 whomever is that uh, have y'all done many of those
1: yeah i think we've had one of those it was okay. like an athletic club cool. cool, but i mean eric none of us know what the future is going to be like right like how how much we're going to have to be at home or if it's going to spike god forbid and we right. have to go back into quarantine in a in a more you know, intense way. But I think that the product might be available. So one of my favorite ideas is that maybe your kids live in another state and maybe your mom is in another state, but somehow we all, you you could have like a little family reunion and it's a a personalized show or it's your business partners or your, your team or whatever. And you can just have something different than just your typical meeting, like a little surprise where you get a 30 minute to an hour long Improv show based on your team or your family. I think that's the idea that sparks me the most going forward if we continue doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, You know, uh, improv, the industry has, you know, obviously been slammed, you know, with this thing. And and improvisers everywhere, uh, improvisational theaters, they're all trying to figure out, you know, how to do this. And I just, I think Fish Sticks has hit on kind of a pretty successful uh, format and, and way to do it. So so big ups to you and and wit and everybody that kind of uh, developed all that. So uh, so that's all. Yeah, awesome.
1: I, I just wanted to play. I just wanted to play.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, what's
1: wit smart and and everyone like a uh, Leslie and and Sarah and and Amy and and you know Will yeah. and all kinds of people behind the scenes because it takes a lot. I mean, yeah. because you don't just jump on a stage and go, "Hey, you got a suggestion?" It's right. like. There's a right. tech person and there's a behind the scenes host and then there's the on screen host and so it's been a, a Yeah, big and big I
0: think that that's what's successful is sticks was like we can't just try to do what we do on stage. You know, you we had to sort of figure out this medium and and yeah. you know, tailor what we're doing yeah. to to it. So yeah. that's awesome. Um Elisa, I know it's hard to believe, but I think we are about out of time.
1: Wow, pod, yes,
0: I know. I, I try to keep these, you know, nice and, uh, Nappy. yeah. I used to say like, you can listen to them on the way to work, but I mean, now we're all just chilling at home. <laughs> now there's still people going, driving to work. My wife still drives to her, her work, but, uh, Uh, So, yeah, so we are we are out of time, but it has been amazing and awesome. I don't want any sticks to feel like they have to go spend thousands of dollars on microphones and recording equipment just because Lisa sounded so amazing on this podcast. Usually I'm the one who sounds good. Now you're making me sound like I've got a janky setup. No, not really. Not really. Uh, So, Lisa, I sure appreciate it. Uh, You've been wonderful, and I I sure am enjoying getting to know you.
1: Yeah, ditto. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Awesome. I appreciate it. Listeners, uh, this has been the Fish Sticks Podcast. We out!
1: book your online show, come to fishstickscomedy.com.